Hey guys, this is your host, Gooby, and welcome to the Toon Balloon Podcast, our outlet to discuss, theorize, and enjoy our favorite webtoons with the occasional anime and manga sprinkled in between. In today's episode, my friends B, Panda, and I will be hosting an in-depth analysis of Chapter 188, Vandals and Verdicts, Part 1 of Lore Olympus by Rachel Smythe. If you would like more opportunities to support the beloved creator, then please consider purchasing the latest Lore Olympus hard copies, merch, or even simply subscribing to her webtoon. I will leave links in the description below. The girls and I actually decided to do something a little different with this week's episode, and that is to share a bit of a read-along in this chapter. Now, mind you, we are not professionals. We giggle a lot. We definitely get out of hand, but we had a lot of fun and we actually recommend following along by scrolling through the chapter itself as we are strictly reading the dialogue and it helps a little bit to keep up. So before we start, there will be spoilers. So you have been warned. Now let's talk Lore Olympus, episode 188, Vandals and Verdicts. Part one. All right, guys. So we are going to have a large analysis on episode 188 of Lore Olympus, Vandals and Verdicts, part one. And... Here are my co-hosts, Panda and B. Hello. Panda here. All right. So where did this chapter leave us off on? Um, so it starts with um Demeter, Hestia, and Hera in the room. So like talking and like, you know, yeah. Kind of arguing. Fighting, fighting, not talking, like arguing. Yeah interesting to see so who wants oh, to be Demeter was, and who was, wants to be Hera in this situation I'll be Hera you be Hera darn okay. it no I <laughs> I wouldn't be our queen <laughs> all right fine I'll let B be the queen I'll, I will be I will be because I'm queen B yeah exactly I'll let you be I'll let you be the queen for tonight um I will be Demeter the helicopter mother because you know I like power and control all right I'll, I'll be Hestia <laughs> if I need to be all right Go for it, girls. <laughs> Who am I again? This isn't funny. I don't think it's funny at all. Then why are you smiling? Because I'm uncomfortable. They are fighting again. <laughs> you knew something was going on with them. Why didn't you contact me? Don't raise your voice at me. <laughs> hilarious. It's a paternal match. Your daughter can be a queen. A practical match? Practical match? Practical match? I can't believe what I'm hearing. She's the goddess of spring. She's a fully grown immortal being. 
Why can't she choose her own mate? Sweating. Sweating. My daughter's purpose is to wait. What? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Back into character. My daughter's purpose is not to be a jewel in the crown of Hades. Hestia, you've been awfully quiet. Hestia, my my, my scar is is bleeding. <laughs> Question mark. Surprise. <laughs> okay, I think we we got through. A lot of it. Right. So, <laughs> so fun. Guys, your acting skills are on top of the game Thank today. Yes. I really you. wish they could see okay. the hand movements we had. Right? I wish. <laughs> the way I was dying with the practical match, I was like, <laughs> if they could have seen that part, that would have been hilarious. I'm, I'm so glad that the emotion actually shows in the artwork. Like, you can see... Yeah demeanor having a literal breakdown as she's <laughs> ripping her house apart <laughs> and she's just like oh i, I love that and you know i love I how was, her hair gets as big as her like oh my God. anxiety yes. it's about like same as persephone guess that's where her daughter gets it from that's fair my favorite scene of her breaking down was the last time that she said practical match and she's like gripping the curtains for dear life, and her face is just like screaming, and her hair is just everywhere. She's just like, practical nonsense. What do you mean? That oh my was- god! I, I was the whole fighting. I mean, we could tell that two powerful personalities are clashing here, and that is our queen Hera, and that is our overbearing helicopter mother, Demeter. <laughs> yeah. And it's quite interesting because Hera's all here. Like, she's like, I'm all for your daughter becoming queen and, you know, falling in love and everything. And then Demeter's just like, ah. That makes me me really appreciate Hera's character even more. She's so, like, she's, like, very supportive, but, like, behind the scenes. Like, she's not, like, always, you know, making it known, but she's super supportive of her. And I love that. And, like, she's trying to figure out, like, what's going on with Persephone because she knows there's something wrong. But she's not being too, like, like I don't know nosy about it at the same time and I don't know I just really love her character she's she's definitely a very very well-written character mm-hmm. very respectful I appreciate that she's so respectful of her and mm-hmm. I think that's just something that Persephone desires like out of most people she builds relationships with now it's like mm-hmm. if they can just respect her I think it just elevates their I feel, the connection yeah. I feel like that's one of the reasons why she's a little bit more comfortable like when when we see them talking to each other she seems relaxed around her and I like that because she actually listens and she cares. She's not this like over, like she's the one person other than like Hades and like, who else? Hermes maybe that like is there and like listens and like cares and isn't like making her believe or believe or like persuade her to think a certain way for their benefit. So me like Hera. I love how she's level-headed with everyone. It's She doesn't pick and choose. It's not one of those people where all of a sudden she's like, well, I'm going to change for you, and I'm going to change for you. She's always like, this is my demeanor. This is my, I am polite to you. Oh, no, you ain't going to disrespect me, honey. Let me show you what's up. Yeah, I, I really like that. And I she definitely has a lot of patience because I personally, if I was in her position, I couldn't have kept such a level head. Especially if I was married to Zeus, like, bro, you got yeah. problems. 
So all this fighting leads up to it ending because Hestia's scar is bleeding. And it's kind of just like what happened with Hera in the past, where her scar kind of opened up in the shower. Or, yeah, she's in the shower, right? I don't know. They had to take her in the shower. It was like burning, wasn't it? And so here. She was like in a lot of pain. Yeah. And we know how Hera got her scars because she was ripped in half. And here Hestia has like a light scratch on her thigh. So I'm curious. Like they all have marks. They have proven in the past. Like Demeter has one on her back. And I don't think it's opened up yet, right? No, I don't think it has. Hades has marks. Poseidon has marks. Hera. Zeus does uh, not. Hestia. Zeus does not because he was the only one that wasn't like in Cronus's, I guess, clutches or whatever hurt by him. Like that. He was like the last one. So Yeah he got lucky but everyone else has a scar and so far we've seen two characters already have them open up and bleeding so what do you suppose is going on and why does this happen the whole the whole thing with uh persephone possibly being a fertility goddess and then her tree in the underworld and it like leaking onto chronos like he's awakening in my opinion like there's something his power he's getting a little bit more powerful he's awakening there might be some kind of chaotic thing of him almost freaking out or something and that's why their scars are suddenly starting to you know open up their wounds are opening up and they're bleeding like maybe that's what I was thinking it had it was probably leading to a warning kind of like okay this is two for two now it's not like it wasn't just a random thing with just Hera or whatever it's happened to Hera and Hestia and I'm assuming it's going to happen to one of the other sisters you know because like it just seems like Demeter should be next with this whole like thing happening. And like, we've seen that she has scars. So I don't know. I feel like it's like implying that something with Kronos is going to happen and there's going to be chaos. I still truly think that, I don't know if the fertility goddess has anything to do with it yet, but I do think that the, the tree and how it's growing and it's dripping onto Kronos that it he's taking in that energy and like maybe I'm going to take a reference here from Harry Potter that the scars that he has on the other people are kind of like horcruxes if you guys know Harry Potter so it's like a little bit of him that he's able to drain their energy potentially because now he's got enough nutrients from the tree drip that he can start pulling his powers from the scars and they're bleeding because he's literally taking their light force. See, that makes sense. Like, it's kind of what, it's not what I was saying to the same degree, but, like, you kind of built on it, I guess. And I yeah. like what you said with the whole Harry Potter thing because that, that would make a lot of sense. Like, I, I guess it, I wouldn't know, like, if it has anything to do with the fertility goddess situation, but I, I think it kind of, it keeps being said, it keeps being mentioned that she is, and the tree dripping, I feel like that's, part of her power the fertility goddess thing I think that is kind of tying into that and it made him like stronger to be able to drain his maybe like their essence out of them so I feel like both of our ideas can kind of like merge into one become another one yeah yeah I guess the fertility but like yeah that would be why the tree is so fruitful if you will and it's producing these nutrients now, my thing is, is what if Kronos can realize this? And so the first thing he does is he goes after her. 
see i was thinking that i'm i was thinking you know like everyone's trying to keep this thing hidden and he's the one getting some power from this tree that's so from a so-called fertility goddess so the first thing that he would do in my opinion like that would make sense for him to go after persephone like he knows he has an idea of her he knows hades has like a thing for her i'm assuming like he kind of has that vibe i guess like i feel like that is the first thing he would do if he were to get out yeah i yeah i'm suspecting that a lot of it like he's beginning to get harness energy he's getting fueled by persephone's touch essentially because that's her flowers and i i feel like either the scars i don't know if they're all going to start lining up to each person who like sequentially got hurt by him so we start with Hera, and i don't know if she was the last person to get hurt you know is it going to go all the way to and then the final person to get his scars to open up maybe would be Hades because he was the first person to be eaten out of everyone to get a scar. And that's how like, oh no, Cronus is going to show up and blow up the trial. I don't know if he's going to come to trial, but he's just going to blow up the place and be like, hey, what's up? I got out of Tartarus and everything. Hey, I'm I, here. <laughs> yeah, I really, we're just, I'm always referencing some sort of cartoon, but it's always like this this whole like he's in a jail like he's caged up and everything reminds me so much of kung fu panda and tai long's here got that one feather and he unlocks that cage and gets out and he's wreaking havoc on the whole town and everything because he managed to escape with that one tiny piece that he needed to get out of there and that one tiny piece i have been saying for multiple podcasts now that I truly believe before this whole court case is over, Kronos is going to jump into th- that court. So I still believe it. Uh, I personally think that too. But like, there's just, uh, I just feel like, you know, something, something is coming. And I feel, I had a feeling, it would, I have a feeling it would definitely be like Kronos coming out because we keep hearing about this like power that he, she has apparently. And now everyone's wounds are starting to open up a lot on everyone. But like, you know, it just feels like, I don't know, it just feels like something's coming. It so. makes me wonder if when Hades, uh, his arm was changing and like the picture of him being a Titan holding Persephone is foreshadowing because all this is going to make it where he has to become a Titan form. And like you He's been stuck in that form recently. Like the galaxy is showing. Yeah. Like he's been stuck and he can't get out of it. Like maybe it's like his body like changing to that because like, you know, something's well, happening in the underworld. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a very powerful god. Like he's a very powerful Titan, Kronos. And it's because like he controls time. Like that's his big element that he controls. I don't know if like what he's doing with their scars is kind of like manipulating time on them and opening them up rather than them being healed anymore. And so I'm suspecting that could be like a possibility. I don't know if like how he's doing that because he's still caged up in Tartarus. I didn't think about it like that. That is another really good theory. Like you're saying like you don't know how he could be doing that, but like the tree dripping onto him, he's harnessing power. Little by little, he's gaining a little bit strength from that tree. So he's starting small, probably from and the last And he can one. go back in time where he wasn't in prison and manipulate the past. Dude, that's crazy. I'm interested how they're going to be. If, if he gets <laughs> out, like they were, their only way they were able to 
like distract them. Like they had to distract them in order to find an opening. And that was by using Hera. And, you know, she was essentially like, uh, like they're, I don't know how to describe it, but she had to be the decoy. Mm -hmm. She had to be the decoy here. And I don't know how they're going to do that now because they can't use Hera again because it's not going to work a second time. So I'm like, Persephone and Hades. What if they try to make Persephone look like a snack that he can eat and gain power? And then when he's vulnerable and he's just going to eat her, they like attack. Smack up. Yo, that'd be, that'd be kind of funny. Dude. But like where where the characters are now, like we have Zeus, we have Poseidon, we have Hades. They're strong. We have, he has, wow, what's his face? Zeus has a whole bunch of kids. Like they can all fight together against them. Yes, he's definitely very, very powerful, but like, so are, you know, these other gods and goddesses that we have, like if they fight together and now we are hearing Persephone, you know, being this, this other power that she has, she doesn't know how to use it. Like she's definitely going to have a part to play in this. Glad that like yeah now it's not just like i don't know how many traitors traitors they call them were to fight off like chronos and them but now they got like a whole posse here they got every god you could think of they got aries athena um people who specialize in this stuff (laughs) yeah there's so many possibilities on like how it's gonna start we're not sure yet it could start in the trial we never know that's, a, that's for the theory episode where we just talk theories. <laughs> yes, that would be so much fun. Yes. So here is Hecate going. All right. So Demeter just needs to give her testimony. And then if all goes to plan, everything should wrap up today. Do you have any questions? Who wants to be Persephone? Uh, oh, I was wondering about the new location. Ah, you know Zeus. He likes to mix it up. I'm so happy that this is almost over. Yeah, no kidding. What do you think you'll do first? Well, I think I'd like to apply to law school. After all of this, I feel like it's what I'd really enjoy doing. Plus, the campus has a lovely library. Okay, we're going to pause right there. I love the idea of her going to law school. She, it's just so fitting to like, because you know, Haiti's whole position is about judgment of the souls and exactly. look at this girl I feel like that would really really work for her and like Persephone she's just like she's such a caring loving like you know individual and she wants to help people and I feel like there's definitely multiple ways you can help people and so I feel like it fits with her relationship with Katie's as well like her being a lawyer would just be amazing like the whole soul thing and, like, you know, when she was trying to free those people because, you know, she messed up, like, ah, I feel like it would really, really work. That'd definitely be, like, a power move for her. She'd be such a baddie, though. She already is, but, you know, even more. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that would be great And how Hera helps other people because she's, like, this level-headed, perfect individual people could start coming to Persephone about that as well because she would have this knowledge and going through court right now herself, she'd know what it'd be like to be personally attacked mm-hmm. exactly. and how to, like, fight for people. True. 
and like also coming from like her trauma and like you know I feel like this could really help her grow and like also find justice for other people that Apollo might have hurt you know we need this roast session please cook him alive this yeah, so many people to roast, bro. Not just Apollo. Like, <laughs> Gabby so many making people. fun of my hand motions. No, the roast the blob. That's what we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, what? What are we doing with the hand? I started doing this, and Gabby started doing this, and I thought I think so. it's, it's instinctual. I'd see you do it. I must. <laughs> I do it too. Uh, your listeners need to see the hand. <laughs> oh yeah. Just like, what are they doing? Oh my god. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you hear me doing this with my hands? Like that probably sounds very strange. But anyways, <laughs> I don't think I can make the mic hear it. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm like trying. Like, can you hear that? You're just gonna hear like random tapping. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I don't know. And I appreciate that she wants to go into law school. I think it's really fitting. And I don't really know what she was trying to go and to study before this in her university because I don't think they really. I think it was just maybe like general education or something. It was something but about I... maidenness. She was she was going she was doing something for the maiden program, but like I think she's honestly just doing like a general education like, whatever. But like I feel like this is gonna it's her being like in law school. I feel like that just it's super fitting of her and like it. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like something that she wants to do. It's she's building her personality. She's building herself. And, like, it's something that I could honestly see her doing. Like, she has the drive for it. She has the smarts for it. And I couldn't see her just being, like, this maiden, you know, doing maiden things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I need to see her <laughs> maiden things. But, like, <laughs> she a baddie. She needs to do baddie things, you know? Mm-hmm. Power posing in her suitcase. I I so think of Elle Woods when I think of her going to law school. Oh yes. my goodness! I've been oh, like legally blind. Yes, yes. yes. She's I got the puppy yes. in her purse because she's had that puppy in her purse in the past. And- I could totally see it. I could totally see that. Oh my god, that'd be so adorable. And the pink and everything. Oh my goodness, I love it. I absolutely love the the last panel of this portion that we're talking about when you can just see the two body differences here. Like, you can see how she's short, she's thick, she is gorgeous. And then you have this tall and this slender. And I'm seeing two opposite women that look absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. This is such I a- love the diversity, like, the, yes. you know, in this webtoon. Like, oh, my goodness. The I love it body so positivity is so wonderful in this. Because every woman is gorgeous, and they're all different in this. Exactly. And I, I love them all. Oh, all these queens in this cartoon. My man. I love that she's curvy. Out. Like she's curvy, but everyone knows she's like the most beautiful out there. It's just exactly. it's great. <laughs> and yeah. okay, so B, you're gonna be Hades. And hey, so- <laughs> yes, I get to be Daddy Hades. Daddy Ooh. Hades. All right. So notion. I mean, panda. Not notion. Panda. <laughs> notion that you keep talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna try to have a deep voice. Although I have the highest voice in this podcast, <laughs> Panda's gonna be Persephone, fitting, and then I'll be Hecate. So I'll probably quiet away at some point in this conversation. <laughs> hey, yeah, shook it, Miley. Hey, I need to talk to you. I've got something for you. I meant to give it to you a while ago. 
Sarah's assistant mailed them back to me. Now, promise me you won't reject my gift this time. You're going to roast me until the day of my death over that, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Now, it's not anything fancy, but I saw it and I thought of you. Admiring. Oh, they look like Cerberus. I know! I don't think anyone ever got me such a nice gift. Well, except for that flava I made for you, which you rejected. Enough, enough. Uh-huh. Let's go get you out of trouble. <laughs> oh my gosh. How cute is their flirting? I love when he's getting um, flirty with her. He He's acting like a scoundrel. Because that very last panel, his like, teeth are poking out and everything. <laughs> I, I love it. And she's like, you know, I, I, I got you. Uh, I love them. I love their dynamic so much. They're just so comfortable around each other and like open and, you know, free, I guess, within each other. Yeah. And I, I really like that. I always grew up with the idea of if I'm making fun of you, then I like you. The kind of thing. Yeah, and literally. they have that playfulness with each other. So it's great. Yes. See, I show my love for you by roasting you. You know, if I roast you, we're definitely closer friends. I yeah. feel like if they heard the roast we have between podcasts, they would not think we're friends. Oh, God. <laughs> guys, guys, these two friends of mine, you know, <laughs> they were roasting me so hard. <laughs> and before this, I can't believe I'm still here. <laughs> My husband's best friend is actually scared of me, and he's just like, your wife is savage. You are. You have been since your middle school days. I've always fact, said it how it is. See, the fact that your husband's bestie says this kind of makes me laugh because, yes. Of who my he was kind of bestie, bestie is. He's so scared of you. He's so savage, guys. You gotta, I like... was scared of him <laughs> back in the days. I was scared of him. I, I just noticed, like, I'm so happy she finally got that handkerchief to him, though. It's like okay, how long? Yes. She's had it for like ever, and um, I'm just so happy that she's like not overthinking and just comfortable and like, okay, yeah, I can give them like we have a bond where I can comfortably give you something and not have to overthink about everything I do. And the fact that he goes like, I don't think ever, anyone's ever given me such a like nice gift, like. That is the cutest, most precious thing ever, and it's also, also like, kind of sad. It's also sad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's so sad. Like, you you tell me your family, your friends don't give you this. B, are you crying? No. <laughs> Wiping no. her tears <laughs> for daddy. I had an eyelash fall, but it was perfect timing. <laughs> um, no, like, how how sad is that? Like, no one, like. It's, it's a freaking, what is it, a handkerchief? Was it? Yeah, a handkerchief. And something that you're passionate about. So, like, the fact that, no, that's such a small gift, but, like, it's so meaningful at the same time. And you're telling me no one's ever done that for you and all the years that you've been around, that's so depressing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's really charming that they're able to, she's able to do that for him now. And I think that's just so sweet that, like. Oh, yeah, definitely. And oh I feel like God. she finally feels like she could do something for him. Like, he's, like, been there for her and been so supportive. And I guess, like, this 
little thing that she did for him. I don't know. It just it's so so freaking cute. It's super precious. I love it. I love them. I really love how they look in the last panel where he's like, "Enough, enough. Let's go get you out of trouble." He's so confident because he's like, "You're gonna be mine. I'm already yours. Let's just go do this." And look how happy she is. She's just like, "Ah, oh, he's touching me," and he's just like, "I have to save her." I love the dynamic in that frame. It's just so cute. It's like, you know, they're just joking around, having fun, roasting, whatever. Like, it's just cute, but flirty, but like, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love it. I'm just guffling. Ah, it's, 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 it's so cute. It's, it's butterflies I have no at words. this point. Oh, People looking okay. probably think I don't know how to speak, guys. Does Apollo yeah. pop up in these scenes at all? Okay, no, it's just uh, about to say, who wants to do him? <laughs> I'm not going to be him. So in these next panels, I love how it's black and white. And then all of a sudden you start seeing these, all these cool colors for the people. And it makes me think they're like in a rave because of how not one person is one color. A rave. Rave, guys. Rave. Anyways, let's get my rave. I mean, they have a literal toga party. They're all in cheese. Yeah. All right. So for these next few panels with Artemis and random people and i'm assuming this is athena who wants to be who um i, I guess it'll be artemis i, I want to sigh <laughs> uh, okay go all right i'll be athena i'll be athena so i'll be the random people okay hey okay <laughs> <laughs> you're random people so you're the other one too you're the one saying excuse me. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> hey, Artemis. Bye. I'm sorry that I'm late. Where's Hestia? Uh, she doesn't feel very well, so she couldn't come. Oh, no. I don't see your brother here. Yeah, Zeus won't him attend the verdict. Really? That's so odd. Yeah, they've been fighting a lot lately. Oh, that sounds stressful. Do you want some of my trail mix? Sure. Oh, crap, it's so starting. <laughs> my, my father father's... doesn't look great. I think that's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my father doesn't look great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, likes my blowout. I love that. I love it. The the guys. We finally <laughs> see something that shows his personality, and I'm just like, yeah! Okay, guys, Zeus is sweating again. Sweating, looking frustrated. He Almost looks like he's crying. Yeah, it does. He will be one day. And he's just staring yeah. at Dad Hates. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes Persephone and Demeter <laughs> with the big in. booties. Wait, the fact that I put I was both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you did do double acting. I really double acting. <laughs> Walking in times two. All right, they look distressed. Holding hands with myself. <laughs> I love how they walk in together. And you we've been talking about how demeanor is like this helicopter parent and how she's like controlling and kind of narcissistic. At least I brought up that. And then you just see them hug and demeanor. No matter what happens, I love you. 
And like, Persephone, I love you love too. Love each other, but like, bro, sometimes you gotta back up a little bit. Give me some space. So yeah, uh, I, I really liked the part where she was like, yes. no matter what happens, know that I love you. And then Persephone's like, I love you too. Like, whatever happened has happened. Like, they've been through a lot. Like, her whole breakdown last chapter, but you know, yeah, you know, we love each other. And then when you continue the panel, you see AIDS and uh, Persephone, and they just have this cute, like, I'm looking at you, I see you look. And then you just, you see demeanor, and she just, she's accepting it. You can tell that. Yeah. I The facial expressions have been, like, so beautifully drawn and, like, expressed like I can read her face and actually know what's happening like it's not just a drawing it's it's so much it's so detailed I love it so much like you can literally see her starting to come to terms with this like relationship that she was so distraught about like literally a chapter ago she's like seeing it and she's like okay like okay maybe Mm -hmm. so in the next few panels like it's about Demeter do I guess her testimony right this is her testimony um I'm gonna read these parts but Panda I want you to do the evil laugh <laughs> okay okay okay, wait. okay ready wait the evil right. laugh the- there's gonna be an evil laugh so I remember, gonna, I remember I gotta use this mic so we can get that evil laugh to spook in all right hello everyone firstly I'd like to use this opportunity to plead for leniency on behalf of my daughter I insisted on the cover-up even though she was against it. And admittedly, part of the reason that I hid the act of wrath in the first place was to protect my daughter's image. But it was not the only reason. How can any of you expect me to turn to Zeus when he never shows any impartiality? Zeus, you have always treated me unfairly. When have I been unfair to you? Okay. <laughs> is that who I think it is? Slap. <laughs> I've had so much fun listening to the events of this trial. And then they but, just hold each other. He's just like, she mine. But I must admit, I'm disappointed that I didn't receive an invitation. And that's it. That's it. Guys. My laugh was awful, but that was kind of funny. You're not going <laughs> to lie. It was so good. <laughs> Thank you. Your readers, I can, oh, readers. Why do I keep saying readers? Your listeners, I can be like, yo, what is going on in this chapter? This one, I was like, I don't know how we're going to make this like so juicy. Because that chapter alone, right at that ending, it was like, you just grabbed me and just chewed me out and spit me out into the wall. Because this was, oh. Dude, I, the next chapter. <laughs> it's going to be intense because of the cliffhanger that we just got, like, dangled on. Ugh. Like, the first image you see of this woman, I don't really know what this goddess's name is, but all I can see is those wings, and that's the look. that That's the feeling that Persephone um, felt. 
I just want to say, do we know it's a woman in this chapter? Oh, you know what? Maybe not. This person. <laughs> I just assumed goddess. Spoiler. <laughs> I guess you can God tell it's goddess. a woman because of how precisely the I mean, toes are pointed the lips, the lips and then the lips. My big thing is the eye. Like, when I saw these wings, I was like, what in the world? And then I saw this giant eyeball. And I was like, this is judgment. This is judgment staring at us. Dude, this coming up chapter is going to be so good. Like I um, don't know. Like, when I saw those eyes, though, that's, like, the exact eyes that peer at Persephone when she's in the greenhouse, if you remember. Exactly, yeah. And that's the feeling that she mentions. Like, there's always been this feeling behind her. And I'm like, is this who it is? Is this the feeling that she expresses? Because th- you see Persephone's so face here. She's terrified. This goddess could literally be what was stalking her all this time. And that's crazy. Because now we have, like, we have an actual being to that feeling that she's been having. Like, that's that's insane. But, like, Demeter, though, out here apologizing and stuff like that, she spoke some facts about Zeus. Like, how do you expect me to turn to him? Like, he never shows any impartiality. I can't even say the word. But anyways. Um, anyways. She's not wrong. She is not wrong. He is not to everyone so he's really not you you see it with some of the sons as well when they were like yeah no my uh, my dad shows his favorites and then yeah as well as how he who he talks to and how he talks to people that come to his parties I I'm just like that cliffhanger just killed me inside because I'm just here oh, thinking, yeah. this it has so many like options to where it could go. Like who is like, this where person? It could go, who it yeah. could be, what could happen next? Like, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Yeah, like, what it's endless. Why is everyone so freaking scared of them? Because everyone is intimidated Literally by everyone. who this person is. And like you can see the looks on everyone's faces for it. Where are they? Uh Hades doesn't look comfortable. Like, hey, you don't need any Hades is not comfortable. Zeus looks shook Poseidon looks shook like Zeus looks like he's gonna freaking pass out or something or like crap his pants or something you see Hera hold her daughter so tightly in that scene and it's just like who is this person that can intimidate the gods and goddesses this much like this and then all we see is like this dark wing with this peering eye like so ominous and like creepy like dude like who are you and like Hades just look and Persephone's terrified. Hades just looks scared, but like, you know, wary, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. He's wary, but I think he's ready. He's in protection mode. He's here, yeah, like, I got mode, you. Literally. My thing is oh. she's like, why didn't I get an invitation? And that makes me wonder, why didn't they get an invitation? hmm I would assume like if she had or they had to mention this. Uh, either they everyone looks pretty scared of them so either they're just like intimidated by this person like you can't have any anywhere to be with us or it's more like uh they're outcasted or banned kind of like with um leto is in a way because leto didn't get an invitation so maybe they're just 
banished in a way. Banished, probably. That's probably what it is. But when it came to Leto, like, they they should have told her, get out. You're not allowed here. The, uh, Hades wasn't scared. He just said, get, like, you're not welcome. He had this stone face kind of like, okay. Everybody really here is just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I would, I don't know, like, um, probably this person banished is what I was thinking, but also like, like, not like banished, banished, but they're like, okay, you can't come back because, you know, you make people uncomfortable. I don't know, like, we don't want you here. You're not welcome. You can't come back. You cause chaos. I don't know, like, something like that is the vibe that I was getting. And they're scared because of the potential being could, what this potential thing could possibly do now, since, you know, they're, this is definitely a grand entrance. Like, something's going to happen, and that's why they're scared. Not like, yeah. I wouldn't say that they're scared, scared, like, oh, my God, they're going to kill me or whatever, or something like that. They're scared of what could happen, mm-hmm. of the possibilities. Yeah. I mean, they just scooped right in and then freaked everyone out. <laughs> yeah, with that evil laugh and everything. <laughs> and I I'm just... You know, maybe I should, maybe I should, you know, become an actress or something. Not an actress, yeah. a voice actress. Voice actor, actress, <laughs> kicking it in, killing it here with your your skills. I had a lot oh. of fun, like kind of like doing a little script kind of thing because it's just okay. Funny. I loved that. That was a lot of fun. I I think it really it worked really well with this webtoon particularly because there were so many characters and we all just chose and we. I love the fact that you told me that you want me to do that. You will laugh because that was so much fun for me. I mean, I guess, you know, TikTok ain't lying when they say I'm evil and I'm a villain. I said ass I'm a villain right now. Like, hey, I don't know why. I'm a nice person, guys. I swear. See, every time I read the evil laugh, I think I read it in a different way. Because when you see the different changes, is it like a ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I think or- it's a value. You know, like, is it just changing? It has the Doppler effect. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, when I was imagining it, I was like imagining kind of like a witchy laugh. Like, uh, like I don't know. Like, I don't know how to do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's think of a character. Could it be like Maleficent evil laugh? Or yes. like a, a Cruella evil laugh? When I think Maleficent, I think of how she's like very sharp and to the point. So she's like a ha ha ha. There's not like yeah all this different. This one would be like a <laughs> actually. This one would be more creepy actually. Something like a Cruella, Maleficent. What's another female villain? I don't know. You've seen like um. Look female villain last. Let me do that. I feel like this would be the old lady that's giving the apple. Yeah. But it should yes. be like a hee 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 hee. Like, have you seen WandaVision? I don't know if you've seen yes. Agatha. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm yes. thinking Agatha. Jokes. Agatha. Laugh. Yo, you have a point there. Like if you that if is. you've seen or if you've watched it, I would say like just the way she like evokes that laugh kind of reminded me of what could be going on down here. But you know, it could be anything. <laughs> Yo, WandaVision. Watch it. It's so good. I watched it in a day. One today. Yeah, it's good. Check it out. <laughs> This is the last that I'm imagining. 
That's an That's idea. That's the laugh that I was thinking. That's, a, that's a, some evil laugh. Like, if we could hear it, like, that would be really cool if they had gotten some music in this episode of, like, Honestly, so cool. sometimes they do supply it, and it'd be really cool if we had gotten, like, that mis- mystical mystique to it, you know? I like the fact that I actually looked up a laugh for this. That was that was fun. You should just added it in there, like, edit the laugh. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Do it with okay. mine, like under mine or something, like uh-huh. okay. <laughs> with the so, little finger tapping. Completely off. Have you guys seen the video where the guy's like, ha 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 ha? It's like I'm reading this and it's just ha 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 Imagine if they added that in. That was the music for the chapter. That was that was the music. There we go. And I am just so curious about the next chapter because I need to know who this person is. Why is Persephone? Like, who, why are they so connected to this feeling? Because it's the exact same eyes that we see in the greenhouse. So I'm really curious. <laughs> when we do the next chapter in the podcast, I just want to say I'm, I'm, I'm going to be this character. I'm the villain, guys. I have to be the person. I'm invested. I don't know who it is, but that's who you are. It's me. It's me. It's who I am. You need a mic. You need a mic so you can invoke that. <laughs> I'll just like pull out my other AirPod and be like, this is my mic. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Do that like Those immerse our readers up. into it. <laughs> oh, my oh, I just want to say when you were reading, bro, you have you have a nice voice. It's like so soothing. The first time I ever heard Gabby's podcast, I was like, you're kind of like Bob Ross. Like, I just want to listen oh my to goodness. you. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. that's sweet. <laughs> awesome, queen. <laughs> Thank you. I, people always tell me my voice is soothing. And I'm always it like, is, well, it is. It if it really is, is, I'm grateful. <laughs> you guys, the thing is, I've known her for so long. I've known the soothing voice for years. Makes me happy. <laughs> I am so excited that we were able to talk about this chapter in depth mm-hmm. and have a fun read along with it. Hey, next time we could do is like just a fun read along if we ever wanted to do yeah. that. That'd be really Definitely. fun. I'm we down. should do like a a first reaction read along. That would like, be really fun. We're reading it and then we'd have to stop and be like, did that just happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe with crazy. the mid season, the mid season, we can't read it yet if it comes out. We're going to have to suffer until we can talk. All right, that's fine. We can do it. We can do it. Oh my goodness, that'd be so much fun. Yes, let's do that. We're gonna promise we can't read it yet until it drops. I won't. I that's won't. fine for me. You too. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. If I like, I said, if I could fast pass the fast pass, I would. I would. I totally would. Like, webtoon is taking my money, bro. I'm not complaining, but like dang i have no patience i'm one of the weakest soldiers it's scary because like once you fast pass you've had a taste of it exactly you don't stop exactly it's so bad i've done it with other options i'm like yo i need to chill i i'm fast passing like i got all the money in the world i don't <laughs> i don't no i'm 
I'm thankful that B told me about Google opinion rewards because I've at least okay, gotten a dollar. I need I need to do hey. that because what is I'm telling you? It is a lifesaver. Uh, Google but opinion that message. I need is I it? need to do that because I need to. Yes. But yeah, this was a fun podcast. Like I really enjoyed reading it and like being a character, that was really fun for me. I just love us all together, Megan. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we could get everything we wanted out of here. And so hopefully in the next chapter when we talk about it, we'll get more answers. So we'll call it off for today. I'm Goobs. And I'm Panda. I'm B. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I would like to take a moment to thank my wonderful co-hosts and friends, B and Panda, for joining me on this discussion of Lore Olympus. If you would like to reach out to either of them at all, I will leave links to all of their social media in the description below. Let me know your thoughts and opinions of what we discussed today in this episode by messaging me through either of my social media handles. Both my Twitter and Instagram handles are at the Toon Balloon. I would love to hear from you. Also, definitely tell me any other webtoons, anime, or manga you're interested in. I may talk about them in future episodes. The Toon Balloon podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Now, Let's end this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to my humble podcast. I look forward to talking with you again. This is the Toon Balloon Podcast. I was your host, Gooby. See you next time.